So how many times did you write to John on Facebook? Four, five, six? The way I'm, I'm getting this? Uh, I don't know, man. It could have been. I vaguely remember it was like 20 or 30 times all up. You know, with the oh, my God. Okay. Hey, podcast listener. You're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, it's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode 92 of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast. And the whole point of this podcast is really to talk about email marketing, but it's uh, it's been developing into something a little bit uh, different. Oh, it's just marketing. This is all the same thing, right? Marketing fundamentals. I'm applying it to email marketing, but at the end of the day, what you're learning here is stuff that you can apply anywhere in marketing. Okay, whether it's on your sales page, it could even mean a radio ad, right? It doesn't have to be with email. This is fundamental marketing principles, okay? Now today, today's a bit different. Today I'll be talking to Carl Junot about, well, like I said, it's a bit different. So it's not, I'm not interviewing him, he, he, he's actually interviewing me. He emailed me, we've been chatting a while back, you'll hear the story in a second. We've been chatting for a while though and he said, uh, hey John, you know, you've done almost 90 podcasts now, 92, this is episode 92, and I'm sure some people out there are wondering, how do you do a good podcast? I mean, how do you get the guests? How do you record it? What sort of microphone you use? All these different things. And uh, he said, why don't I interview you so people can hear from you about sort of your take on podcasting? I was like, hell yeah, man. Sounds cool. Sounds like a cool idea. So here we are. You'll hear him in a minute. We're going to get on. I'll give him a sort of a quick little intro. But then we're going to flip the tables and he's going to interview me. So today you're going to discover not so much just the email stuff, but this is a, a bit on how I get the guests that I do, uh, how, I, how I structure the podcast, how I record it, the exact microphone that I use, some of this stuff, so that if you too want to grow your business with podcasting, you can do it with exactly what you're going to learn here. So that's it. To get the show notes for this episode of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast, go to themcmethod.com slash 92. Now, I've got uh, this week's McMaster's Inside of the Week right here. Now, Julian uh, has been in McMaster since the beginning. He's one of the me- uh, one of the members inside McMaster's. Like I said, he's been there since the beginning, and he has been smashing it. When he first came to me, he was a, a struggling student trying to put some stuff together, trying to make a little bit of money online so we could fund his studies. And after he went through the McIntyre Method email program and he went through some of the other courses inside McMaster's, now, as of I think a month or two ago, he's up to five or $6,000 per month with his business. So this has gone from being just a sort of a side hobby, just paying, you know, helping him pay for his studies, to now it's, it's a serious business. It's still small, but it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's kicking him along. And this is more than just paying for his studies. This is, this is becoming like a, you know, one of those lifestyle businesses. So he can spend more time with his wife and his kids and do all the things that he wants to do in his life. So, and I think the insight there is really that, that when you take someone like Julian, when you, when you come into a program, whether it's mine and my training or anyone else's, and you sit down and you apply, you execute on it, you're going to get results. It is that simple. And any successful person is going to tell you something to the same effect. Okay, it doesn't matter whether it's mine or anyone, any any of the other email guys out there, or launch guys, or online guys, or whoever. Just make sure that when you pick something, that you execute on it and you do it, and you're going to get the results sooner or later. There's going to be bumps, there's going to be challenges, but you're going to get there because that's what Julian really excels at: is taking action. He's been, uh, you know, absolutely amazing in terms of, you know, he comes to me, says, John, what do you think I should do with this? I go, well, try this one. He goes and does it. 
A lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people don't take that kind of action. They're not that committed, but Julian is, and that's why he's gotten that result. So if you want some of these, uh, if you want access to the resources that Julian's used to build his business, you will have to join McMasters. McMasters, it's, uh, it's basically a private membership community. There's access to all the training products I've created, including uh, the McIntyre method and uh, several other products. Plus, there's a, a private forum where you can ask questions from the other members and myself. I'm in there a lot. And, uh, and yeah, it's just a great way to learn. Yeah, that's that. That's it. The McMethod.com. Uh, and in the top menu, there's a link to, I think, members. It should be pretty simple to find. Look forward to seeing you in there. Now, the last thing, and then we'll get into this interview, is reviews. If you want to uh, help me get the word out about this show, if you really want to uh, make my day, because when, when I read reviews, it really puts a smile on my face and it makes all this worthwhile. Or you can just send me an email and just say thanks. But ideally, please jump over to you know, run on over to iTunes and uh, search for the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast. Leave me a review. Tell me what you think about the show and, uh, and you will seriously make my day. Anyway, that's it for now. Let's get into this uh, interview with John McIntyre on How to Grow Your Podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Carl Junot, a uh, podcast listener who's, uh, who's actually been on the list, on the email list for, I, I can't remember, even maybe since the beginning. Uh, Carl showed up. And he just started replying to my emails. I think he came through Ben Settle. And uh, since then, we've kind of had this back and forth banter about uh, marketing and especially raw eggs. He, he doesn't like the fact that I eat raw eggs. I've had a lot of conversations about that. Maybe he'll bring that up today. Anyway, we're doing a bit of a different podcast today. Uh, Carl wanted to uh, flip the tables a bit. Instead of me interviewing someone else, he wanted to interview me about podcasting because uh, he figured, and I think he's right, that you as the listener might be wondering if podca- you know, why podcasting is so cool, why I do it, uh, all that kind of stuff. So he's going to be interviewing me in this one and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I've never done this before on my own podcast. So I'm not even, I don't know how this is going to go. We're going we're gonna to cross our fingers and hope it, hope it rocks. So that's that. I'm going to give it over to Carl because he's got an intro since he's, he's manning the podcast. Carl, how you going, man? I'm good. I'm good. What about yourself, John? Fantastic, man. Fantastic. It's good to have you yeah, on here. Yeah, it's great. It's good to good to do. I don't know. I'm I'm a bit nervous, man. I don't know what to expect here, but let's, uh, right. let's do it. It'll be it'll be okay. Don't worry. <laughs> raw eggs are raw eggs are bad for you, by the way. But let's keep this for another time. So yeah, my name's Carl. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, um, and I consider myself perhaps one of your greatest fan. I'm a business online too owner and. Um, you know, listening to your podcast all this time, uh, I've been starting to think maybe I should start my own podcast. And I've been wanting to ask you these questions about podcasting. And I thought, well, maybe other listeners uh, might benefit from this. And maybe they wonder if they should start their podcast too. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. And for the people who don't know you, um, I've, I wrote a little intro. So here we go. John's a copywriter from Australia. He started out copying sales letter by hand when uh, he was in the Philippines doing marketing for a hotel in exchange for staying there for free. He then moved to Thailand, branded himself as the autoresponder guy, and started his email marketing podcast. His podcast first aired on May 17, 2013, and he's since published 81 episodes at the time of this recording. He's had top copywriter guests, including John Carlton, Bob Bly, Michael Fortin, and David Garfinkel. He's also had top online business owners like Vishen Lakhiani, James Tromko, and Russell Brownson. And today you're in for a real treat because John's going to reveal his best-kept secrets for building a successful podcast, growing your email list with your podcast, and adding money to your bottom line. So, John, please start by telling us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? How did you get started? And what do you do now? I mean, you... (laughs) 
<laughs> How's that? <laughs> so I'm impressed, man. I mean, you did your research right there. It's just strange to be introed on uh, on my podcast. But anyway, let's, let's roll with it. Uh, my name is John McIntyre. Like you said, who am I? I got started in, like you said, in the Philippines. I mean, it's a great intro. You know, doing the marketing for the resort. But to bring it to the podcast, because I started, you know, handwriting sales, uh, sales letters, taught myself to write copy while in the Philippines. That led into a sort of a freelance copywriting business. And around, I think it was, it was like March, April, May. No, that's right. So what happened? March last year, I'm thinking, I want a product. I'm, I'm kind of bored with this client work stuff. I want to have some product and some passive income. So I co-created products and because I was, you know, it was the first time I'd created a marketing product and I wasn't sure how it was going to go, I, I wanted to hedge my bets. So I was like, well, I'm going to go record a whole bunch of interviews with Andre Chaperone and, and Jay White and these famous copywriters and email marketers because I thought even if the product's not that great, people at least get the interviews and they can't be angry at me. So I did and, that. You know, I, I saw your product and I was like, oh, I want these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad you were right about that. There you go. <laughs> And uh, did the did the product did a, a JV with you know Andre promoted it to his list which I was pretty I was surprised by at the time but um, that worked out pretty good but the thing that blew me away the most was how easy it was to get twelve guys to do an interview with me I it was Ben mm-hmm. Settle Jay White a whole bunch of you know James Ramco guys that I thought you know at that time in my life unreachable were just an email away and just saying hey do you want to do an interview I've got this product that's going out and you'll get a bit of publicity and they're like oh yeah that sounds great. Then I get them on the podcast and I get to basically, it's like free consulting. You don't phrase it that way, but I'm like, well, let's talk about this, um, about what I want to talk about. And, uh, and we get to mention your business at the end of the podcast and it'll go out to, you know, the end of the interview and then it'll go out to a few people who buy the product. And they're like, yeah, sure, that sounds like a great idea. And then we get on, <laughs> we hit record and I just quiz them about my business problems. So it's, uh, that's, that's it's podcast. So what happened, how that led to a podcast is... Three months later, it was a month or two later, I was like, man, how easy was that? That was just, that was really easy. Maybe I should start a podcast and uh, go after these guys and do interviews with them. How hard can it be? So, yeah, that's sort of the story of where the podcast started. Does that answer the question? It, it does, absolutely. And it answers some of the questions I had later for you. Maybe we could jump right into it. I was wondering, how do you get such high-profile high guests? I mean, you've had John Carlton, who's one of my personal heroes, um, Perry Marshall, you had James Schrenkel twice. Uh, as we said, you, you had Vishen Lakhiani, but Bly, Michael Fortin, you had Brian Kurtz, Daniel Levis. I mean, how, how do you get these guys? It's, uh, this is one of like the, probably the most common questions I get about podcasting. From like When I meet people at conferences or um, you know, people email me and they say, oh, I'm really impressed with these guests. And I wish there was some you know, magic secret to it. I wish I could say I was you know, really cool or did something special or had some special, I don't know, ability. But I'm just annoying. I email the crap out of these people <laughs> until uh-huh. they either say, no, I'm not doing it, or they say yes. It's like, well, here's, here's the exact process I follow, right? You, I can get most people via email. If I can't, I can usually get them on Facebook. So if I get them on email... I Let's talk them- about John Carlton. How, how does that went? How did that go? Okay, so I Facebooked him because I couldn't find his email okay. address, didn't know how to do that. So, you know, he's impossible to contact via email. And I just still don't have his email address. And you'll find out why in a second. Emailed him, you know, messaged him on Facebook. He says, talk to, well, I don't think he replied at first, but Facebook has that little feature where it tells you if they read your message. So, yeah. I think he was reading the message. And I, a lot of these guys do read these messages and they don't always reply. There's some other guys I've contacted who I'm still hassling. But anyway, so he eventually was, <laughs> you know, I'd follow up a week later and be like, hey, man what about this podcast? Another week later, hey man, what about this podcast? And a couple of weeks later, he eventually responded and said, talk to my assistant. Uh, here's the email address. So I emailed the assistant and now it's on email. And uh, I think at first she didn't really reply. I could probably actually bring up the email 
and tell you exactly what I said and then yeah. how many emails so you, I actually sent them. So how many times did you write to John on Facebook? Four, five, six, the way I'm, I'm getting this? Uh, I don't know, man. It could have been. I vaguely remember it was like 20 or 30 times all up you know, with the email Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's really the trick is you just you never let go. I mean, pretty much, man. You just like, yeah. <laughs> there's no, like I said, there's no secret to it. You just email and email and, and don't. I mean, I don't do it every day. I mean, you could do that, but I do it every. I, you know, there's a thing in my to-do list every Friday or every. I think it's mon- Mondays right now. It's uh, go through the podcast label in Gmail. So what happens is, say, I email John Carlton's assistant. Maybe she doesn't reply, but I've, mm-hmm. I la- before I send it or after I have sent it, I label that email as podcast. And mm-hmm. then a week later, I come back and I go through my podcast tab. And anyone that hasn't replied to me, I send them another email and just say, "Hey, did you get my email?" And okay, so you, yeah, you follow up once a week. Yeah, sooner or later they. Here we go, Diane, John Carlton's assistant. Um, looks like I sent her three emails. Okay. At first, and then she replied, and then I replied with her with the details, and then she forgot about me again. So wow. I went and emailed her again, and I was like, "Here's this. Hey, Diane, we spoke on Facebook. Here's the details." And then another email, Diane, any update on this? <laughs> And then a week later, Diane, can you get back to me on this? I'd love to know if John's interested. And a week later, hey, Diane, any update on this? <laughs> a couple of weeks later, Diane, question mark. And, and then another week later, Diane, any update? I'll keep following up. And then another week later, Diane, any update on this? I just kept saying that, you know, more or less the same thing. Yeah. And then I think it was after, I think it says here, something like 10 emails, 13 emails or something. She's like, hi, John, thanks for getting back to me. Um, uh-huh. Thanks for writing in. Let's see if we can get this interview scheduled. So then we finally wow. scheduled it. So that's, I mean, he was a tough nut to crack, right? That was, that's not sure, typical. Sure, yeah. But that's yeah. how you get some of these guys. Like um, John Benson's coming up, actually. Well, actually, by the time this episode goes live, John Benson would have been live maybe a month or two ago or something. And uh, I mean, he was, I think he was a bit tricky to get in touch with. So mm-hmm. some of them are hard, some of them aren't. Well, I'm kind of surprised. You know, I said four or five times because that would have been the probably the number of times that I would I have followed up with, with you know, John or anyone. But you're saying you followed up like 30 times before you get anywhere. You just and, uh, keep going. That's probably the secret then. I reckon that's the total secret, man. You just keep following up and never stop. Right. And it doesn't like you don't have to write three page letters. You know, it's just. Diane question mark. You know? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> seems, exactly. Yeah. Like if you keep, like I figure that you, know, you treat them like people. So if you reply and you give them this long-winded sales pitch about why they should get on the podcast, you sound like a freaking needy, you know, 16-year-old dude who's trying to persuade some girl to sleep with them. You really just mm-hmm. need to be like, hey, look, I sent you an email. Did you get it? Mm-hmm. So I've still been going on Harlan Kilstein. I think we've had, you know, 40 or 50 emails. And, you know, he won't reply for 20 emails and then we'll have a bit of banter for a few how he's telling me he's not going to do it, he's never going to do it or whatever. And, then we go back, you know, and then we, then he disappears for a while, and he eventually gets back to me, and I'm working on him. So. Oh, good. Okay, that answers it. Okay, let's zoom out a little bit because the first set of questions I wanted to ask you was about podcasting in general as a strategy to build your business. Um, you know, I'm a business owner. Will starting a podcast make me money, or should I be doing something else? What's the most effective thing? You know, because everybody want to do the four hour work week, so. What should I be spending my time on? Do you think about casting is one of the top strategies for growing a business? No, not at all. I mean, that's <laughs> you serious. I'm serious, man. Like, yeah. okay, if you, if you want to car, like, if you want to be able to link, if you want to make like sales today or make money today, podcasting is a terrible idea. 
But okay, and I found it in my case, I found it really hard to connect the podcast to ROI in terms mm. of like I can't really track how many people are coming to my site and signing up to my list and buying my products via the podcast. Mm-hmm. Though you know, because people just go and type in my you know the the main URL, and I could have a coupon yeah. code, and there's some tricky things I could do, but. For the most part, it's quite difficult to track the ROI. With that said, however, you know, a year and a half into it, we're coming up to episode 81, 82 or whatever just went live. And uh, from, a, from, from like a long-term business point of view, it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's opened doors for me in ways that I had no idea. Like it's, it's getting me access to guys and networks and, and groups of people that I would never have thought I'd be able to get into. And, you know, unless I, you know, you know, for like five, 10 years or something like that, because people see me as this, you know, people listening to this, this is kind of like the magic source of podcasting is if I can get on the phone with John Carlton and talk about marketing with him or Perry Marshall and Bob Lyon, hold my own and, uh, you know, have a bit of banter back and forth and build rapport with them. That's me showing the listener that I know my shit. And it's not me persuading someone. It's not me using sales copy. It's not me, you know, using, you know, tricks to make them think that I'm literally demonstrating the fact that I know what I'm talking about and that's what makes podcasting so powerful in you know it's not the, I mean that's the, the catch is that it's not an instant thing if you want if you want money today or this month go and do pay you know take some money go and do paid traffic and build a sales funnel and test it that's probably the fast if you're willing to risk the money that's probably the fastest way to you know I'd say to get money online but from a long-term perspective podcasting is freaking awesome okay interesting all right Let's get back to um, podcasting itself and the interviews you do. How do you decide which questions you ask your guests? I, I mean, I told you before this. I, uh, I actually, when I first got started podcasting, I, I used to plan things out. You know, I used to, you know, I, I do like a, you know, fifteen minute, half an hour, you know, research, worth of research on the guest. And these days, I don't do any of that. I don't prepare. I don't do research. I, I you know, and this is this applies to everyone. Like, I'm not. I think what I've realized for myself, what works for me, and this is not going to work, this is not necessarily going to work for everyone else, but what my groove is or what works for me is I get on the phone and I have like a five-minute chat with the guest about something. I usually have an idea of what they're about or what their thing is. Like yesterday I spoke to one of the guys from Kajabi and I knew it was a membership platform, but I've never used it and I don't really know much about it. So I just sort of got a bit of a handle on what, what to talk about first. Got a couple ideas and I don't even make questions. I just write a couple bullet points. And then, uh, and then we do a, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, let's hit record and let's have a conversation and see where it goes. And that to me has led to more interesting podcasts than planning it out. And, uh, you know, an interesting one was Bond Halbert. We did uh, a couple of weeks back or, you know, a month or two ago, something like that. That was a, that was a very casual podcast. I didn't plan that out at all. But I had a number of people come back to me after that and say that that was one of the best podcast episodes they'd heard. Wow. So it's, and you know, I've had other times where I, you know, put all this effort into it and really plan it out and think about the questions and it doesn't really resonate at all. So I've found that what really works is being really honest, being vulnerable, getting onto topics like getting deep into stuff, like getting really like authentic, talking about like dreams and goals and feelings and emotions and all that instead of just talking about here's how to optimize a landing page. Mm-hmm. Good tip. Awesome. Next question. Um, what's your strategy? What has been your number one strategy to get more people to listen to your podcast? How do you grow your audience? Hmm. I mean, I see you ask people for reviews on iTunes. Is that the best thing strategy? I, I honestly don't know. I haven't put that much. Yeah, I, I don't put that much effort into promoting the podcast, and I know I should. What I do do is from the start, I did I release three episodes at once. That gets you into that usually gets you into new and noteworthy because someone listens to one if they like it, they're going to download the other two. So you get a bump in downloads. 
But other than that, all I've really done for the podcast is published it each week, made it really easy to find on the website, and uh, every week, you know, I email the list about it. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I. If that's I know you know what I want to do moving forward is uh, set up a, a Facebook campaign to basically everyone in internet marketing and just rotate a different podcast every three days uh, to them. I just haven't you know and spend you know I don't know ten twenty fifty bucks a day. Maybe track the email conversions on it. It's gonna like I said it, it's gonna be quite hard to track. I mean you could sort of correlate that to ROI, but it's a little bit tricky because you know it's, it's like a front end thing. Um, I've seen Ben Settle um, set up a different website. You know, he's got bensettle.com and he's got bensettlepodcast.com, I think. Okay. So now on his podcast, he he tells, you know, people to go to bensettlepodcast.com. So I'm guessing that any signups that he gets on the lists over there, you know, he attributes to his podcast. That would be an easier way to track ROI. Yeah, there's ways to do it. Like I, if I did a Facebook campaign, I could use, uh, you know, tracking links, UTM codes and variables in the links and I could find out how many opt-ins the Facebook campaigns are getting. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not, it's, it hasn't really been a priority, right? Like right now, what I'm doing day to day, you know, when we're recording this is sort of setting up some technical stuff, like moving a separate payment processor, uh, the sales funnel, some affiliate tracking for the, the community. McMaster's the community that I have. So once that's all done, then I want to, that's when I'm going to go back. Right now, Facebook, all the Facebook stuff's paused. And I'm not, I haven't been focusing on it, but I'm getting all the backend stuff sort of. Once that's done, then I'm going to go back to Facebook and fire up the campaigns for the sales funnel and for the podcast. And I've got another cool idea. <laughs> This is not, not podcast related though. Here's what you do, right? Let's say you go yeah. into like Traffic and Conversion Summit or any of these, uh, like I went to a conference recently in, uh, in Bangkok and uh, one thing I, I didn't do this time but I think would be great for a conference is let's say you go and maybe you're a speaker, maybe you're not but you want to find a way to get yourself known among the guests. You find a way to scrape a list or maybe just go through the guest list and find everyone on Facebook, get a VA to do it, create a custom audience on Facebook and then create five you know, really strategic pieces of content that make you look like a freaking badass and then rotate five ad, you know, f- you know, these five pieces of content to them every three, four, five days or whatever to this audience for one or two months out from the conference. And then when you get to the conference and you introduce yourself, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you on that blog post. Yeah, you're that guy who did X, Y, Z. So, yeah, something like that. Good one. Yeah, we, I think you can do all sort of crazy stuff with Facebook, but uh, maybe we should start another podcast about this. <laughs> We're, um, I think we have only a couple minutes left, so I'd like to ask you a few technical questions. My first one was, what microphone do you use to record your podcast, and where did you buy it? I use a – oh, we're not doing a video. I was going to show the video thing. But, but uh, I use a, a Logitech. It's like a 20 – literally a $20 Logitech headset that I – like USB headset. Like, and I've done okay. podcasts in on the side of like busy city streets. I've done podcasts with like motorbikes going past, and you can hear the motorbike in the background. Uh, the first time I did one with Ben Settle, you could hear chickens in the background, and he's like, "What the hell is that? Is that a rooster?" And I'm like, "Yep, welcome to Thailand." So yeah, I mean, what, the reason I mention it and the reason I sort of you know emphasize it is that people think you need this like big microphone and like a boom stand and all that crap and like I'm using a $20 mic I've done this for every single episode I've recorded and it, you know you whack some compression on there and some a bass booster like you can do this in Audacity or any sort of audio editing Audacity is a free one so like free software you can make yourself sound like a radio voice and a $20 headset it's pretty easy Excellent. That was my next question. So which program do you use to record your podcasts? And you seem to be doing some editing with them afterwards. Right. So what happens is is I do uh, the 
the recording happens with something called a uh, Skype recorder. It's made by a company called Ecamm, which is E-C-A-M-M. So if you go like Ecamm Core Recorder, I think it's Ecamm.com, you can download like a little, it's like a plug-in or an add-on for Skype. It's about $20 from memory and uh, that'll allow you to record Skype calls. And uh, one quick tip though, if you do download that, one of the crazy thing, uh, the, the crazy things is that it records in like .mov format, which is like a single track or something. So when you first listen to it, you can only hear the other person's voice. And it's like, oh, oh man, I think I messed up the whole podcast and you record on one yeah. side. But if you convert it to MP3, it actually works okay. Oh, so, so you're, you're manually converting every podcast into MP3? Well, yeah. So what happens to the software that you get, the Skype call recorder, you have to write the, the – it spits out an MOV file. It must be yeah. a mono or something like that. I'm not, a, I'm not a tech guy when it comes to audio stuff. It's some sort of file where you can't hear both tracks at the same time. Yeah, yeah. If you convert it to MP3, it, it you know, makes it all into one track and you can hear both okay. voices. So that's just a tip. If you go do it, don't freak out where you can only hear one voice. And uh-huh. then as for editing it, I, you know, I'm on Mac. I use Audacity, which is a, a free yeah. software. You can use – I mean, Audacity does the thing. I used to use... So what I used to do, the, the workflow was get the MP3 out from the call, jump into Audacity and add... You know, you edit out the ums and ahs if, you, if you know, you're a bit uh, neurotic like that. You want to get rid of the ahs and the ums and make it sound real professional. And then also add, I add EQ, so get the bass boost, turn the bass up, and then put some compression on there. It really makes you sound real professional. Like that's, where, that's how you get the radio effect coming in. And then I'd go into GarageBand and just sort of align all the different components. Like here's the intro and here's the, here's the, the, the sound transition here and then here's the actual interview and here's the outro. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can use, there's paid software as well. I think one, one's called, my friend runs a podcast editing agency and I think they use an Adobe software. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's paid or free. It's really easy, man. Podcasting, you really don't need much at all. And what's great is, I mean, I don't even edit the podcast now. John Manning, actually, he's here in Chiang Mai, Thailand with me. He actually edits it. So he'll be editing. He'll be listening to this at some point. <laughs> and he's going to be editing out the ums and ahs and putting the bass and the compression in that too. So what's great about podcasting is that you can, you know, write up a pretty, you know, just an SOP, a process document. And then, uh, and then you don't even have to do it. You know, you can, so basically outsourcing, it's pretty easy too. And then, last question: How do you post your podcast on iTunes? It's just—is it, is it any complicated? Uh, what you have to do, you get an RSS feed, and uh, uh, yeah. So what you do, so you, you set up because you have to set up your podcast on your site with like a podcast, like a podcasting WordPress plugin. Okay. And what happens with that? Uh, that creates an RSS feed for the podcast. You create a category like a WordPress category called podcast, that creates an RSS feed for that category. Then you submit your RSS feed to iTunes. And then what happens, you go back to your you know, blog, blog and every time you post a new post in the podcast category, there'll be a section to add the MP3 in WordPress. And then when you, you know, publish that post, the RSS feed will update and then that'll ping, iTunes, you know, that'll ping iTunes and iTunes will just update the feed. So iTunes doesn't, they don't host any of this stuff. They just uh-huh. index, they're really just indexing RSS feeds of podcasts. Great, so that sounds pretty easy. Yeah, it's super easy. John, we're right on time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you say this to your guests all the time. Seriously, thanks a lot for um, answering these questions. It, I had a few surprises on the, uh, you know, finding high-profile guests where just persistence is the key and uh, not, you know, some easy-peasy persistence as some hardcore persistence. But I, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll apply this and then how podcasting is not a short-term strategy but like you, you found that it doesn't really make you money in the short term, but really opens you doors for the, the long run. So I guess that kind of puts it uh, another way in my mind. Um, thank you. I really see you becoming one of the, the top 
email marketing experts in the world. I think you're doing a great job with this podcast. So keep it up. And um, I hope other business owners like me listening to this interview um, were able to make up their mind or at least uh, help them think about starting or not a podcast. So thank you. Thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Joe. Man, it's been, it's been good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more. Oh,